Welcome to Connect Canyons, a podcast sponsored by Canyon School District. This is a show about what we teach, how we teach, and why. We get up close and personal with some of the people who make our schools great. Students, teachers, principals, parents, and more. We meet national experts, too. Learning is about making connections. So connect with us. Today, we are connecting with Fred Lowry, president of the Canyons Education Foundations Board, and Emma Moss, a former CSD Teacher of the Year and Innovation Grant winner, and Cleve Castleton, a science teacher extraordinaire and multiple Innovation Grant winner. Um, as you might guess, we're talking Innovation Grants today. So we're going to start with you, Fred. Tell us a little bit about the Canyons Education Foundation, because I think often people kind of forget what it is and what you guys do. Well, the Canyons Education Foundation, while it uh, is closely uh, a part of the Canyon School District, it is a separate entity than the, the school district. And our whole purpose, though, is to provide support to the teachers, the students, and the staff of the, the Canyon School District. And one of the most exciting things that, that we do in providing support to the teachers and the students is doing these innovation grants that we do each year that helps uh, the teachers as they're looking for ways to help enhance the educational experience for their students. You know, there are different things that the district is limited in with their budgets. And so as teachers use innovative ways or as they put their minds together on different ways that they can teach their students or enhance that educational experience, we provide these innovation grants that allow them to be able to purchase supplies or equipment that can benefit many uh, students, not just for one year, but for multiple school years also. Let's talk money because that's what people are always. What is the range of funds that you do in, for these grants? Like, what, what's the price usually? Range? Yeah, well, the 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 range is normally up to ten thousand dollars for a grant is is the range that we we look at, and the the teachers as they apply and and fill out the application for the grant, they will outline what materials or equipment or things that they need. Um, what's interesting, though, is it's at 10000 up to $10,000. Uh, during the course of the years that we've given these innovation, innovation grants, we have uh, given out more than a million dollars in grants. That's incredibly impressive. How do you guys go about getting the money? Like, what are your different fundraising? Well, that's one of the key things with uh, the Canyons Education Foundation in that it consists of business leaders, uh, community leaders, you know, such as elected officials. Uh, that, that's been my experience. That's how I became a part of the Canyons Education Foundation is that I, I serve on the Draper City Council. This has become one of my most favorite. I, I don't even look at it as an assignment. It's, uh, it's just one of my favorite experiences that I have. But because of the, the, the leaders that we have, on the, on the foundation board, we do a lot of fundraising and we work to get businesses involved in the community that also care about uh, our schools, care about the students and the teachers and wanting to help improve our community. So they help 
And as we do fundraising, they are the ones that help donate. And we have a, a gala each year. We have a golf tournament. Uh, we do a, a, a 5K run in different ways to, to raise the funds so that we can give out these donations. So you two, you guys are experts. I would say experts in getting these innovation grants. How many have you each gotten? Let's start with you, Cleef. How many innovation grants have you received? Well, uh, I think it's uh, either 10 or 11. Um, I've, I, so I've been with the district almost 13 years. All my students, when they are fundraising for their own uh, projects for robotics or whatever, you'll never get every dollar you never ask for. So teachers ask, 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 ask. Just like scholarships and students, right? You got to ask. Exactly. So, Emma, how many have you received over there? So, I've gotten five. I've taught for six years, gotten five, and then helped two other teachers write grants for their classrooms as well. And I think the wonderful thing about the grant is that you get, you talked about, like, it's just another thing to do. But really, it, it feels like, for me, it's a chance to tell the story of my students and to help, like, empower them and their learning in the classroom. Um, I still have equipment that I've gotten from all of those years in my classroom, and my students love it. I actually ran into one of my students the other day, and one of the grants I got was for VR headsets. And she was like, I still remember that. She's just graduated. She was like, I still remember that. And it's one of the things that like made me excited. She's going into criminology, but she was like, that made me excited about learning was the fact that we did VR headsets as in my eighth grade class. And so I think for our students, like they have such a long-term impact um, and like Cleef was saying, like, if you don't take the shot, then you're never going to get it. And if you can tell that story in a way that helps really represent your students, like, it's, it's a great thing to get. I love, I love the grants. The grants, I, I've been lucky enough to be on what we call the fun. We started out calling it the fun bus, and then it turned into the funds bus because it makes sense. But being on that bus, one of the things that every year gets me, and I find myself behind the camera sniffling, because it's so touching. Every year when you're passing out these big giant checks, I mean, we all could use an extra $10,000 in our personal accounts. But when we hand them off to the teachers, the excitement that they have to spend it on their students and not themselves always hits my heart. Like you guys are just as excited as, as if it was a publisher clearinghouse coming and saying, here's $10,000 for you personally. What's it feel like when you receive that check? When the fun bus shows up, you've got a group of people, balloons, a big giant check. What does that feel like when it comes into your classroom? I remember my first one. Um, so I was a first year teacher when I applied and I was like, there's no way that I'm gonna get this. And I remember when they came in, I was so ecstatic. Um, the project I'd written for, it was before we had one-to-one -one, and so it was for Chromebooks for my classroom. And it actually started with a student who was getting really frustrated with the materials we had and so and I really wanted to then empower them to do history research and diving in and um, so when I got it that particular student in the, in the class and I still remember his face because he was like we got it we got it like and it was such a we moment because I had talked to him about applying for it and I just remember posting about it on social media that I was like, I always wanted my name on a giant check. <laughs> it was so fun to be like, that's, I just remember being like, that's my name. You're talking about me. And especially, I think sometimes our newer teachers are like, no, they never pick new teachers. Like, I was a first year teacher and it was a lot of, a lot of money. And I was just so incredibly grateful. So I think there's like this amount of joy. And then 
the moment that you get to see how your students respond, that it's this, like this we, that they're, we're in this together, and it's, it's an incredible feeling. You still have all your checks? Yes. Yeah. I think <laughs> I do, too. I think so. I think so. But in the transfer from Old Hillcrest to New Hillcrest, I, I hope I didn't let some go down with the ship. <laughs> I have to go check my room. I've, I'm, I'm cleaning it up again. So, so how has it felt for you? For um, well, the first, let's go back to the first one. I, I didn't even know that was a thing. I mean, even they walked in, and I'm like, are you in the wrong room? What is this, like, someone's birthday? I didn't even know. And, yeah, the kids were excited about it. They're like, woohoo, big giant check, and taking all the pictures. And it is, it's really cool to, you know, I, I do want to just talk to those teachers that are a little bit reticent about doing this. Um, I have no qualms about asking for things for my students. Think about those things that um, you really have been thinking about, that idea that you want to try, and go for it, you know. And you can find out what it's like to get the big check and the balloons coming into your room, and uh, it, it'll be awesome. Um, the most recent one was, it was a split with uh, one of the math teachers, and I do robotics. and. We did a grant for um, using TI calculators to program robots, which is cool. So very cross-curricular. Um, we couldn't find her. So for me, it was I was almost quasi on the other side because they wanted to just get it over with there in my room. I'm like, no, this is Taylor's. This is totally Taylor's grant. We did it together. We wrote it together. But this is her first one. and. And so we waited for a while to, so I, I think I got a bit of a taste of what it's like on the other side too. And you're right, it's seeing, seeing people's faces uh, light up, students, teachers, it's awesome. It's really awesome. And maybe if I can add to that too from the foundation's perspective or from my perspective, that's what's so inspiring on that fun bus is when you go into these classrooms and even when you walk into the school, you there's some, there's a, there's a, There's a vibe. There is a total vibe. <laughs> and what's inspiring is, is, like you've said, about how invested the teachers are into their students. And I think an important thing that you bring up is if a teacher is hesitant about doing this, you know, they're in that classroom because they want to inspire their students. There isn't a better way to inspire your students than for you to, to step out and take a chance and show, be an example to them to show them this is how things work and take a risk and yeah. and then show how as you step out in wanting to help others that that's a, a great example of how it can inspire your students and it's amazing from elementary school to high school that the variety of things that I love to hear how these grants are being used year over year it's really an exciting thing so inside scoop when you're looking over the proposals that people have put, the grants that people have written, what are you guys looking for? Aha, uh -huh, the golden <laughs> nugget right here of information. Well, well you know, it's, uh, it's, it's almost overwhelming when you start looking at all of the, the applications. And that's one of the challenges is, like, we only have so much money each year. And, and then trying to categorize which ones that are worthy of it or not. But the, the key things that we look at is first of all the impact that it will have 
on the number of students. So that grant needs to kind of explain that it's going to impact more than just, you know, five students or ten. It, the, and so, year to year. Correct. Right? So the impact of the number of students and then also the length of how that grant will be used the year over year so that it's not just a one and done, but something that can carry over for, you know, we like to at least have a shelf life of three to five years. If even more, it's even better. So those are two of the, the main things is the, the breadth, that, you know, how broad of impact it can have and then also the length. The other key thing with this too is it normally needs to involve a project or materials that the, the district would not normally provide. And that is one of the things that sometimes some of those that submit a grant, it's for basic materials that really the, the district can provide that. And that's actually opened the door where we've then been able to use tools for schools or uh, we do have one of the school board members that's on our board. When he becomes aware of this, it allows us to then try to open up another avenue for those, some of those basic Needs. Or even through like donors choose. Yes, you know, that's what I meant by schools for. It's the donors. It's choose. donors. Choose. Okay. Yes, Go, that's what actually. Was I, a, I feel like as you're talking, like I think that's sometimes what teachers are not sure. So I mentioned that two of the grants I had a chance to go work with two other teachers because, and I think what it starts with is an idea. We've kind of hit on that. Like you got to have an idea for something that's not normally provided, and I think sometimes that's where teachers stop because then they're like, I don't know where to go. Like, what do I do next? Um, you mentioned some of those things they're looking for. There's actually a rubric there um, when you're applying for the grants. So if, hopefully as a teacher, you're familiar with rubrics. <laughs> um, but that was something I always did is I would write it, and then I would go back and say, okay, where am I falling? Like, and I think, too, how are you telling that story? Um, there's, it's a great way to provide data. Um, I know for me, I've always been like, you know, this is my story, but here's some data that backs it up. It's, it's helping those that are reviewing see how is this going to impact and making sure you're hitting those marks. And so um, when I was working with them, I was like, do you know that there's like a rubric and like a thing that you can use? And they were like, no, I had no idea. So like, that's something that if you're like, where do I start? Like, go look at that. So Fred, can you tell me a little bit about the selection process and how that goes? Yeah, so the selection process for these innovation grants uh, is completed by members of the, the foundation board. And, you know, as I mentioned, this foundation board is consists of, of community leaders, business leaders, uh, individuals that care about the district. But as we review these grants, we are not educators. We're not teachers. They're in the classroom. So we're more of an outside objective look at these applications. Each of the applications, the, the, the information has been redacted in that we don't know the school, we don't know the teacher or any of those things. So they're all blind, so to speak, as we, we look at them. And with that, as we go through this process, any technology or things like that that we will want to grant, it is also subject to approval through the district with their purchasing to make sure that it follows the district guidelines with the, the technology uh, guidelines that they have. And the applications are open currently? Right now, the, they are open. I always plan to try and have my grant done by parent-teacher conferences, because usually those happen like first mid-September. 
And so then there was always, if I was like, oh, I need to refine that, there was always like the compensation day. I could go back and use that to go look through it. And so then I also had a chance to like go let other people in my school review it. So if like yeah. you're like trying to figure out how to pace yourself, I always use that as a marker. Like this is when I'm trying to have this done by. Cause like you hit the end of September and then October just gets really crazy with fall. And so I feel like because of that anticipation of fall break and end of term and things that I never wanted to like leave it up right till the end. And so if you're like a planning teacher and you're trying to decide, a really great marker that pretty much falls close to that every year. So what was your favorite grant? I'm going to ask both of you. What was your favorite grant? What was the best one? I mentioned it earlier, but probably those VR headsets. Um, they are really impactful for my students. Um, I had one that uh, they'd never been on a roller coaster. <laughs> and to watch them put on the headset and like put up their hands and start like writing this thing as we're talking about engineering and design principles. I, I just will always, and she, she took off that headset and emotional, but she was like, I've never been on a roller coaster, never done that before. And to see, just to see how involved and engaged and then how they would start to ask questions. Um, we did one where we looked at like underwater sea creatures and the development of how they're programming those in this space. And I just remember watching this kid like swimming with the headset on. <laughs> like, <laughs> like this eighth one. grade boy being like, That's so cool. because it's just a natural motion, but to see how then they would start asking questions and how do we build this and how do we engage in this and how does this happen? and. How can I use this in my life moving forward? And just seeing them become so empowered by this tech was just, I don't know, when you have a class of kids, like you don't see their eyes, which is usually what you look at with a kid, but you have a class of like 30 kids and they're all going, whoa, or swimming, or it's just, I, uh, yeah, it's just one of those teaching moments that I remember just sitting there being like, this is my life. <laughs> Like, just in awe and realizing, like, that came from this foundation because they provide those opportunities for teachers. I think, like, if you have an idea, like, I thought it was crazy. Like, maybe they'll never fund this. But it was, I remember looking at those standards and being like, if I had VR headsets to teach this, it would be so great. And it really was. What was your favorite? Oh, boy. Um, well, hmm. Uh, it's hard. <laughs> it is hard. They're like your babies. Well, I'm, I'm sure you I'm put a, a lot I'm of work into I'm them. I'm going to go to the two I've talked about. The one with Taylor um, Boyce, it, awesome, um, just because the, she tried it this year um, with her kids. They were seniors mostly, and they actually had to figure it all out, how to get these things to communicate with, each, with the uh, uh, calculators. Fred, what's been your favorite experience memory from being on the Funds bus? Oh, I don't know that I can pick one favorite experience. That was going to be my answer. I should have said that. I should have well, said The reason why I say that is my mind, um, it just automatic, automatically races to different experiences. And I, I, I guess the ones that have been most touching to me have been the ones that have helped with our special ed. Um, ranging from when we go to the, the school that, to help re, replace these uh, larger bicycles that allow these students to be able to get around on their own and to be able to exercise and it gives them a sense of freedom. That, that is special. To where we went to elementary school with uh, one of the special ed classes that, and this is what was so neat is 
for their, their playground, they needed a, a, a table that would allow one of their, their fellow students that's in a wheelchair to be able to sit up to, uh, to the table to be with her peers. And, you know, her peers were as excited or more excited than she was to know that, hey, you're going to be able to come out to the playground and sit around the table with us. Um, those are two that stick out in my mind from to the ability to be able to have musical instruments more easily tuned to where students can use their hands more in, the, in uh, one of the jewelry making classes. Uh, it's just a broad range to where uh, one of the classrooms, you know, this isn't just using your hands, but to another classroom that needed some, it's a bilingual class and they needed more books in Spanish. And these students were so excited to be able to have uh, material that they could take home for their parents to read to them in their native language, which is huge. We take a lot of things for granted that we don't. We really do. And every time I've been on the bus, it, it's a high for a couple weeks, actually, where you... I always, as a, as a parent in the Canyon School District, I walk out of it going, I am so grateful that my kids are here and that I know they're loved. Like, it, there's just so much love that happens with it. I'm going to get a little too cheesy. So, um, That's not cheesy, though, because it's true. And when you yeah. talk about the vibe in the class, that for us, that we're not in the, the school every day. Yeah. You walk in and you feel, you feel you that love that... There are people that are invested in these students. And, and it makes right. it easier as a parent to let your kids go because, you know, it's a hard world to send your kids out into. And so when you go in and you see amazing teachers, it makes it a lot easier. Thank you guys so much for coming out and talking about innovation grants, getting teachers excited, hopefully. to. I hope so. I hope they get excited. You know, it's um, teachers that are listening to this, you've probably already thought of something. And, and, you know, innovation doesn't necessarily mean technology. It, it could be just a, a different way of, of looking at things, of getting kids to see things, you know. I mean, it, in her case, yes, it was the goggles, right? The, the, the uh, 3D yeah. VR goggles, right? Thank you. I'm thinking FPV because I teach drones too, but that's a whole other. It, and it might be, but it, it really, what, what is that thing that you think is really going to excite your students about what you're trying to teach them? You've probably already thought about it. And I would guess if you're if you're watching this, then you're thinking about should I do it? And I think the best yes. advice I could give is yes, yes. Do absolutely. It. And I go for I mean, it. I can speak for myself here, <laughs> here, but like if you have questions, like I would be more than happy to help those that have, like I don't know. It, it took a lot of like courage for me. I remember I walked by the flyer in my faculty room at least 20 times before I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. <laughs> like, to get up enough courage, but I think the impact that I'll have your students, so just you won't ever regret it. And even if you don't get it, the experience of writing the grant and having a process to be able to to put yourself out on a limb to try for your students like has changed how I do things as a teacher just, just that alone. So go for it. It's the best. Well, yes, <laughs> go for it. Thank you so much for joining us at Connect Canyons and for just seeing how innovative Canyon School District is and how the wonderful teachers that we have here. Join us next time. If you have any ideas of um, story ideas, drop us a line at communications at canyonsdistrict.org.
Thanks for listening to this episode of Connect Canyons. Connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Canyons District, or on our website, canyonsdistrict.org.